Sophie, over here. Over here by the gate. Oh, it's a friend of mine. I'll see you tomorrow. What are you doing here, Fitz? I want to talk to you. What about? Come and have a drink with me. I can't. I have to study. I want to explain something to you. I'm sorry, Fitz, but I really can't. I want to apologise. Please, Sophie, just one drink. Why are you taking me to a place like this? A place like what? I can't stay here. This is a pub. I'm still in my school uniform. I've seen schoolgirls in here before. They're all staring at me. No, they're not. What did you want to talk to me about? Let me get you a drink first. What are you having? I'm not having anything, Fitz. Just tell me what you want to say so I can go home. You can't have nothing. This is a pub. They'll certainly be staring at us if we sit here without ordering. Well, tea then. They don't have tea. What about half a pint of ale? I can't. My parents will smell it on my breath. No, they won't. I'll get you half an ale. I don't like it here, Fitz. Everyone's staring at me. No one is staring at you. If the coppers come in and find me sitting here, I'll be in trouble. Coppers don't come to this pub. How do you know? I just do. Well, make it quick, please. I want to leave. I want to apologise. About last night. I don't want to talk about that. I shouldn't have walked out on you. I said I don't want to talk about it. The thing is, I had a very strange day yesterday. I've been offered a job. A job? This man I met, Roy Parker. He wants me to write a story about him. Why? What did he do? Oh, it's some wonderfully bizarre story about two Jewish girls that claims to have helped out in Germany during the war. It's all lies, of course, but there's something about him. I helped him burgle a house. You did what? Oh, it's all right. We didn't take anything valuable. What are you telling me, Fitz? I was tricked into doing it. He told me it was a friend's house. I didn't realise until after we'd entered it, by which time it was too late. I was still shaken when I met you yesterday. That's why I was so abrupt. But I do love you, me old girl. Me old girl? I realise I've been short with you lately. But if you really want me to go to Cornwall to meet your old man, I will. Fitz, why are you talking like that? Like what? Me old girl, me old man. Why have you suddenly turned into a cockney? I haven't. Is that the way he talks? Who? Your new friend. I've always talked like this. No, you haven't. Anyway, do you want me to come to Cornwall with you or not? I'm not so sure now. What do you mean? You've been acting very strange lately. Ever since you moved into the East End. You'll never be a sort of the earth cockney, you know. You're a posh Protestant Irish boy, Fitz. And there is nothing wrong with that. I'm not pretending to be anything I'm not. Then why have you suddenly turned to thieving? I told you, I was tricked into it. Oh, come on. If you're entering a stranger's house without permission, you're breaking in. It's as simple as that. If you need to borrow money, Fitz, then, well... It wasn't about the money. Well, then what? Well, it it was the thrill. The thrill? You'll never understand, Sophie, so just drop it. Now, what time were you thinking of leaving for Cornwall? Don't change the topic, Fitz. Just tell me what's going on with you. Oh, for God's sake! Fitz, where are you going? Fitz, wait! Why did I have to lose my patience with Sophie? Why am I such a cad with her? I've become a real bastard. I need to pull myself together. Stop getting distracted and get on with writing my blessed novel. Oh, God, no. What's he doing here? There you are. What do you want? I wanted to talk to you. So this is where you live, eh? I went to the pub and asked the landlord where that posh geezer lives who thinks he's a writer. I'm not posh. So are you going to let me into the house or what? I've got something to give you. What is it? I'll show you inside. 
My study's in here. You call this a study? All I see is a desk and a chair. Oh, and you do have a typewriter after all. Some of the keys don't work. What did you come over here for? I've got you something. There you go. That's for you. What is it? The carriage clock you helped me steal. I don't want it. And you can have the candle bra too. It's a menorah, and I don't want it. It's your share of the loot, but I'm keeping the silver cutlery. I don't want it, Roy. Please. Put it away. So, what happened to you last night? What do you mean? You could have said goodbye. You sat at my fire, you drank my beer. The least you could have done was said goodbye. You were sleeping. I was wide awake, Fitz. I saw you staring longingly at me. I wasn't staring longingly at you. Esther says you try to sneak out of the house unnoticed. Said your face was red like a tomato. I was drunk and I didn't want to wake you. So when are you going to start on my story? I'm not. Why not? My money not good enough for you. It's not that. What is it then? I don't have to explain it to you. <laughs> you were uh, scared of me. Why would I be scared of you? Because I am a tough, ruthless criminal. You're not that at all, Roy. You're a sad, pathetic fantasist and I simply don't have time for you. I, I thought we were friends. How can we be friends? I barely know you. I thought there was... Uh, Mutual admiration. Mutual admiration? I admire your intellect and you... You admire my body. (laughs) I do not admire your body. You couldn't take your eyes off me last night. I was drunk. I didn't know what I was looking at. (laughs) I'm just joking with you, Fitz. I know you ain't no pansy. So, how about it then? Eh? How about what? Write my book. I told you, I don't want to. I'll see you in the pub at seven. What for? To read what you've written. I haven't written anything. Well, you better get on with it then, haven't ya? See you at the pub at seven. What am I doing? This isn't a vengeance story. This is just a ludicrous tale about a crazy and deluded man. I don't even know what the story is. How am I supposed to plot it? What I've written so far isn't too bad, though. Unusual. It'll probably get censored when it's published. Which of course it won't be, because the story is rubbish. A naked recruit grabbing the Sergeant Major's crotch? It's oddly erotic, actually. Why would he tell me a story like that? Is he here yet? He said seven o'clock. I need the toilet. Excuse me? Excuse me? What do you think you're doing? That's my notebook. Put it down. I was only having a read. Give it back. It's all lies, you know. Lies? What is? The bit about the recruiting Sergeant Major. Great story, but it ain't true. How do you know? Roy Parker is as deaf as a post in one ear. That's why he wasn't accepted in the army. Who are you? I'm his best mate. Hadn't he told you about me? No. The name's Charlie Chadwick. How do you do? So what's all this for, then? Are you writing his life story? Well, something like that. The story of Agnes Breitman. Is that the title? Working title. Whatever did become of the old girl, eh? Can you give me back my notebook, please? 
Well, well, well. Look who's here. Vrim, me old mate. Hello, Roy, it's me, your best friend. You do remember me, don't you? Well, ain't you going to say hello? Hello, Charlie. Come and sit down, me old mate. How the devil are you? Fine, fine. I haven't seen you in a while. I have. I saw you right here, in fact, only a few days ago. I was sitting in that corner over there, and you looked right through me. Really? I, uh, I don't remember. Well, I do. You probably didn't recognise me, eh? I've changed a lot, I know that. These last few years haven't been very kind to me. So, uh, how's your job? Job? Which job is that? Didn't you have a job? I've had several jobs since I come back from North Africa. I don't know which one you're referring to. Do you mean the one in the warehouse? Yes! How's your job at the warehouse? I got kicked out, Roy, for being drunk and disorderly. Seems the old man's habits have rubbed off on me. see, uh, How's the old man? Well, he's dead, Roy. We buried him two years ago. I sent you a card. Oh, yes. Of course. Of course. Left the farm to his lady love. The old bastard. So, uh, where are you staying now? There's a cosy little archway next to the rail bridge. That's usually quite dry. I just met your friend here. Says he's writing a story about you. The story of Agnes Brightman, he's calling it. Oh, that would... No, that's nothing. It's just that. Must be very interesting. The story of two Jewish refugees. One a haughty witch... The other a manipulative ice maiden. How is Esther, by the way? Still living with you? Um, yeah, she makes herself useful. Looks like she got what she always wanted, eh? Her own home and her own man to look after. I'd love to see her again. Will you take me to see her? What? Come on, Roy. Me old mate. Me old pal. You'd do something nice for a wounded old war hero, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, what's the matter? Didn't you hear me? Was I talking to the wrong ear? <laughs> I heard ya. Well, are you going to take me back to Mater then? I fought for you, I did. Well, you were here safe and warm with all the women. I was fighting the Germans in the desert. All I'm asking in return is for you to let me see me old girl. She was my girl before she was yours. She's not my girl. Take me to your home, Roy. Please. I could do with a barf. brought you some clean towels. I'll leave them here. Tell me something, Roy. What exactly is your relationship with this boy? This Fitz? He's just a friend. Are you buggering him? What? Oh, come on, Roy. Did you think I didn't know? I don't know what you're talking about. Come on, Roy. It was just a joke. You can take a joke, can't you? What are you doing here with the door open? You let the heat out. Perhaps I should go home. No, don't. Don't go, Fitz. It's getting late. You can't leave me alone with him. That man is looking for trouble. He's a peculiar fellow, isn't he? He's a liar and a waster. It was the war, you know. It destroyed his mind. He spent a few months in a loony bin after he came back. Esther and I went to visit him a few times. We did our best to help him, but as soon as he got discharged, he disappeared. We haven't seen him since. What do you think he wants from you? He wants to taunt me. That's what he wants. He's bitter and envious because he lost everything when he came back from the war. And I, I didn't even enlist. Oh, God, she's back. Hello, Esther. How was Bingo? What's Fitz doing here? We've got a surprise for you. A surprise? For me? There's someone who wants to see you. 
well, well. If it ain't me old girl. Charlie, what are you doing here? Didn't Roy tell you? I bumped into him in the pub. I was talking to his friend when I saw him walk in. Well, of course, I was delighted to see him. And I asked after you. How's Esther, I asked. How's me old girl? And that's when Roy invited me back to see for myself. So here we are. And look at you. You're wearing Mrs P's old dress. You really are the lady of the house now, ain't you? And look at me. Wearing nothing but a towel. But never mind, eh? We're among friends. Let's just sit down here by the fire. How about you get us some drinks, Roy? Let's have something to celebrate our little reunion. I, um, have some beers in the kitchen. I'll go get them. It's been a long time. How long has it been? Too long. We visited you in a hospital, remember? Did you? Which time was that? When I was shot in the head? When I had my nervous breakdown? I think it was the second. I'm all right now. Are you? Good. Yeah. I'm feeling much better now. It was the war, you see, and not having anyone to come back to. No friends to relate my stories to. Here we go. Here's some beers. I was just telling Esther. I could have done with a writer like young Fitz over here when I came back from the war. What do you say, Fitz? Will you do my story too one of these days? Oh, uh, maybe. So what's it about then? The story of Agnes Brink. Please, I'd rather you didn't. Why won't you tell me? Why are you being so secretive? It's just a story, Charlie, about Agnes and Esther. Just a story for amusement. How does it end? Well, we haven't got that far yet. Does it end with an old friend coming back from the war and finding his two best mates acting distant and suspicious? What's that supposed to mean? We were here to help you when you came back. We visited you in hospital, remember? You're the one who disappeared. You didn't help me. You pitied me, Roy. You came to the hospital and looked at my broken body and thought... Thank God it's not me. That's not true. It's not your pity I want, Roy. You can stuff your pity up your arse. I want your trust. You two have a secret between you, and I want to know what it is. Secret? What are you talking about, secret? I want to know what happened to Agnes Brakeman. You know what happened to her, Charlie. We told you. She sold her jewels and went off to America. That's right. Her precious jewels, which she loved more than any living creature on Earth. She sent us a postcard. Esther, get the postcards. Are you telling me that from one day to the next, despite being terribly ill, Agnes simply packed her bags and left? Just like that. Did he tell you about the necklace, Fitz? Necklace? The necklace. Do you remember, Roy? With a star on it. She used to wear it all the time. Esther, where's the postcard? I'm looking for it. I want to show you something. Where's my jacket? i got something in my jacket pocket. On the floor. Oh, yeah. They fished a dead woman out of the sea. Here. It was in all the papers. She'd been lying there for years. She had a distinctive necklace on her. Just like Agnes. Go on. Have a look for yourselves. Agnes is in America. This is the postcard she sent us. It has her signature. Look. This postcard don't prove nothing. I want my share of the loot. I want my share of the jewels. Enough. I'm not having any more of this. You're ill, Charlie. You lost your mind in the war and you've clearly not recovered. I'm sorry you haven't got anywhere to sleep tonight, but I'm not having you make any more wild accusations in my own. I want you out. Now. I'm not going anywhere. Yes, yes you are. And you too, Fitz. I think it's time you went home. Yes, I I think I will go home. Esther, get his coat. No, it's all right. I'll see myself out. Goodbye.
god, oh my god, oh my god! What have I gotten myself into? Dead woman fished out of the sea? My mother mentioned something like that. Who was it that told her? Mrs. Tuttle! I have to speak to Mrs. Tuttle! Yes? Oh, good evening, Mrs. Tuttle. I, I need a favour. I need to borrow an old newspaper. Which one? A few days ago, when my mother came to visit me, she said you told her about a body that had been fished up from the sea. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course, you want to read about the Jewess. Come in. Oh, isn't it exciting? I do love to read about these sort of things. Ah, here it is. There's a particularly intriguing detail described in today's report. Is there? They found a jewel. A ruby. She had it hidden inside her. You know, lodged inside her. I'll end you a day's paper some other time. I want to read through it again myself. But this is the edition you asked for. Now you will give it back when you finish, won't you? I like to collect morbid stories and I stick them in my scrapbook. Of course. In the story of Agnes Braitman, the parts were played as follows. Fitz, Laurie Jones. Esther, Olivia Biskupska. Sophie, Catherine Siggers. Roy, Ray Kalija. Charlie, Luke Malloy. Mrs. Tuttle, Francis Brody Ulrich. Audio Mystery Theatre is free to listen to, but not free to make. If you want to show your appreciation, then why not buy us a virtual cup of coffee? The money will go towards funding the next Audio Mystery Theatre production. For more information about forthcoming productions, please visit olivierbossman.com.